Welcome to this next episode of Unlock the Leader's Code with leadership enthusiast Tio Kang, serving solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and intrapreneurs to lift them up to their highest level of potential. Without further ado, here's your leadership coach, Tito Kang. Aloha, friends. This is Tito Kang, your host of Unlock the Leader's Code Live, only available on Facebook from Monday to Friday, 8.30 a.m. And today, I am continuing on the sprint towards the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership. And I'm into law number six, that is the law of solid ground. And I can tell you, this is my favorite law. And John talks about many stories into that, but if you read the book, I'm going to let you dive into the book. What I like to do is kind of give my insights on the law of the solid ground. As we continue to grow, as we look upon folks that are actually, that we admire, that we look up to because uh, they've either achieved a level of success. And again, success is so broad, don't you think? Success has, a, has to be a definition that you must set for yourself. So my definition of success, your definition of success can be the same and it can be different. And it will also change as you move through your journey. So define success to you and take the steps to make those success, uh, to achieve that level of success. And you'll notice that as in the law of the lid, your level of success kind of rises just like the lid rises as you've achieved one level. So truly, it's not a journey. It's been said many times. It's really uh, a collection of milestones once you get to the end of your journey. And I'm by any means not far along in the end of my journey, but nonetheless. So the law of the solid ground, the best stories in my workshops that I, I, I love to chat about is really the story of Gandhi. And the story goes like this. There's a woman that has been waiting in line to meet Gandhi, just like a lot of folks, to get some insights, to ask him questions to get his wisdom. And like many other people that's waiting in line, some people are waiting for two or three hours in India under the sun to meet um, Gandhi, Gandhiji. Teacher Gandhi is waiting for everyone and suddenly he comes across this woman who brings in her eight-year-old son and she points to Gandhi and says, Master Gandhi, you have to help me out, Master Gandhi. This is my son and he always is eating sweets. And when he eats sweets, he gets all above and he gets really weird and he, he always he even steals to be able to eat sweet. It's it's so detrimental to his growth. It's not good for his health. So please Master G, Gandhi G, Master Gandhi G, can you please tell my son to stop eating sweets and tell him that it's not good for him. So Gandhi gives his smile, his peaceful smile that he's known for, looks at the young boy, kneels down and then stands back up and looks at the, the, the mom and says, mm. looks at the young boy again, says, you like to eat sweets, eh? And the young boy is like hiding behind his mom. He's kind of scared a bit, but he nods. Then Gandhi Jila stands up again and looks at the mom and says, Auntie G, why don't you come back tomorrow? And I will, uh, why don't you come back next week? And I will, uh, let's talk then. And she says, what? Come back next week. I'm going to wait three hours again. Why can't you just please, Auntie G, just come back next week. 
So here's the wise man. She leaves and waits for another week, comes back again, stands in line for another two or three hours under the sun as she finally gets in front of Gandhiji. And she says, Master, I don't know if you remember me, but last week I came. My son is eating all the sweets, and this last week he's been eating sweets all along again. It's making him crazy. He must stop. Please tell him to stop. So Gandhi smiles. Oh, yes, I remember. He kneels down with his big smile, looks at the boy and says, stop eating sweets. And then he stood up and he looked at the, uh, the mom and smiles. And she says, what? That's, that's all you're going to say? I waited a week for you to tell him to stop eating sweets. I came last week. I waited three hours and I asked him to tell him that. And why did you have to wait a week to ask him to stop eating sweets? And he looks at the mom and says, Auntie G, I couldn't tell him to stop eating sweets last week because I myself was eating sweets. You see, the super leaders, they hold themselves accountable. The time or we used to say or maybe would said, don't do as, do as I say, don't do as I do is no longer that time. The super leader sets the example and holds themselves first accountable. But there's a couple of things, a couple of principles. There's 13 principles of trust in the, the book written by Stephen Covey Jr. That talks about, in the speed of, it's called speed of trust. But I'm going to kind of point out a couple of them, just two of them. The first one is listen intently. As you've noticed here, Gandhi G in the story is sitting down and he listens and he asks the questions to the boy and he listens. He listens to the mom. He doesn't interject. He doesn't provide his wisdom, although he might have some. He might have a tons of reason why the boy should not eat sweets, right? He might have a ton of reason why he would believe that the mom is being overbearing on the boy. Maybe that's why he eats sweets, but he didn't do any of that. He just listened to what the person needed. Right, and then he holds himself accountable. That's the the second number second principle number two, out of the thirteen principles of trust in, this, in the book Speed of Trust. It's to hold yourself accountable. Many leaders, and we've had many examples from Enron, from a lot of other examples. As we see Volkswagen, we see Samsung. All these leaders that we hold, all these companies and these brands that are put up up on pedestal and we admire and we even give money to because we buy from them. We've realized that the leaders that are there are humans and that the humans have a tough time holding themselves accountable. Now as we head into this resolution time where 85% of you will have given up on the resolutions that you set, you have to ask yourself, the first stage of leadership is leadership of self. That's the first one you must continue to work on to master. And I'll tell you what, for me, it's never been mastered because it's a continuous journey as you continue to grow. Sometimes it's not easy to get up in the morning and go to the gym. Sometimes you fall into these enthusiasm of events. It's like the Super Bowl or the drive for the Super Bowl that gets you off of your routine, your journey. But the, the key thing is that you only fail when you quit. When you hold yourself accountable, don't do, don't do like I did, is that when I take a misstep, I, I beat myself up hard. I must recognize I took a misstep, that it's not right, but then I get back onto the train because you only fail when you quit, right? So if you're onto this task, of getting yourself into 
better shape, of reading more books, of reaching out to more friends, of extending your inner circle or cultivating, and we're going to talk about all of these as we continue on our drive to the 21 Israel Laws of Leadership. Think about this, my friend. In order to build yourself to be a super leader, do respect the law of the solid ground. But if you are going to weigh yourself or sway yourself off that path, and you will, how do you come back to it faster? The key part is not to stray off the path and go down a spiral on the law of the solid ground. Because once you take that one step and it's easy to take the other step, takes the other, and then it's too late to come back. So the law of the solid ground, trust is the foundation of super leadership. If you are in a leadership position and you lead others or you lead leaders, they are going to look at your character. And your character is mainly defined by what you do today. What you did yesterday is going to certainly help you build your credibility. But what you do today compared to the words that you say is going to define your solid ground is going to increase your level of influence as a super leader. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please like, share, and comment. And until I see you next time live and in person, maybe at our Live to Lead event coming out on Friday, January 27th or Saturday, January 28th. If you want more information, please private message me or leave me a comment. I'll get back to you later. This is Tito saying, Aloha, mahalo, until I see you next time. Lead on, make everyday bandages, and as always, here's to your prodigious success. Hi, this is Tito. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Unlock the Leader's Code. For more codes unlocked, don't hesitate to go to www.titokang.com. Feel free to like, share, and comment. I love to hear what you think about what we shared with you.